Yeah, child. So I am so glad to be back because NFL has started out with a bang. I'm sitting here looking at a half empty glass of wine. So, you know, that can only mean one thing. You are back for another episode of Who That Rises Up, sports talk with a queer twist or gay twist or all that good shit. <laughs> been doing this show for nine, 900 years and she will not, she won't start adding new words to the fucking title. <laughs> oh, baby, she getting old, y'all. Y'all have to forgive her. She getting old. I am getting old. That is very true, but still fine as wine. But anyway, um, of course, of course, I, I am Kenny Ray, and I'm here with this loudmouth bitch over here, Glenn Reeves. And uh, yes, yeah, sis, how you doing? Glad God bless the holler favorite in Jesus. Uh, uh, you know, they, you know, my grandmother used to say, "As long as you put two feet on the ground, you woke today is a good day." I said, "Well, I don't know why she kept. I don't know why she keep lying to me." But I mean, I guess. I mean, but as I've gotten old, I've seen that. But you know, it's been you know each day is better. And baby, listen, when I tell you the first two weeks of the NFL have made me very happy because of the mm-hmm. bullshit, the fuckery, and all things in between. Uh, it's been. It's been a wild ride. And like I said, I I didn't expect the first two weeks to go. I mean, you know, you work your way up to the bullshit. You just don't go in with the bullshit. Uh, like the football world is just kind of feels like it's just upside down right now. It's just even in college football. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. But I just I'm like, motherfuckers, is just, we just are we in an alternate universe. What's happening? Um Shockingly. Um, right. But, you know, the, the shit. I, I don't even know what to say about that, but let's go on and move into Slays of the Week because, you know, I've decided that, first of all, let me say this. Big ups to the Atlanta Braves for this, their sixth title in a row. I guess motherfuckers say, we're just going to let them have it. I mean, no need to run behind them and chase them. Sixth consecutive title, the longest in Major League Baseball history. Oh, no, because they already got the title, the the longest run when they went, made that run in the 90s. For the NL East? Oh, yeah, they did. Well, yeah, for the NL East... When they made that run in the 90s, they like so this is the second time they've they've got so they've done, yeah. So apparently we just yeah. knock it out the NL East like it's nothing. Po- and yeah. I give it to the everybody else in the NL East. They trying hard. I give it to them. They're definitely trying hard, but it's it's a far fetched in between. And like I said, we've earned the first round bow. But you know, both me and Kenny love the Braves, so we do know that after this, and right now they're considered one of the best te- teams in baseball. So and I, I will have to agree with that on on, on a good note. Uh yeah, you know, I just hope you know it makes me a little nervous that they have been selling on the home run, and I just know that when playoffs come, it's just real difficult when you live and die off the long ball because they don't come as frequent or often in the playoffs. Usually, now hopefully, you know, I could be wrong. You know, they they do have a pretty good bullpen. The pitching, I think, is 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 better going into the postseason in last year. So you I, I'm 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 excited. I think the team is very stacked, very good, but they've been still, crushing still, home look, runs. still a little suspect. Well yeah, I mean they've been crushing home runs this season. Like oh and everybody, I mean everybody mm-hmm. on the team is crushing mm-hmm. home runs. I said okay, yeah. I see y'all. Um yeah. But let's speaking of crushing it. Hey, New York Jets, how about y'all crushing it? Uh, <laughs> you didn't have to do that. <laughs> um, oh gosh, baby, listen. I have never seen so much pomp and circumstance other than a bitch graduating from high school. Uh, 
than I have surrounding that Monday. So we're just going to go round back to week one really quick and just talk about the Jets real quickly. So we all mm-hmm. know that our dear queen of shade, she has decided that she wanted to join the New York Jets and I'm watching hard knocks and she has reformed the, the she been in the darkness. She's now in the, all of that grand shit. Seeing her run out the tunnel was, I will say, like, I was like, all right, y'all, y'all, y'all ready. Y'all going to take on the bills. Four I mean, plays later. <laughs> bitch, four plays, not even four minutes. Four plays later. I mean, he ran out that tunnel with the American flag and they had their 9-11, you know, whole memorial thing going on. And the crowd was going ape shit. They thought they thought she was just elected president of the United States. <laughs> I was sitting there watching. I was like, okay, all right. I'm feeling this energy. I'm feeling good. You know, I love our queen of shade. But bitch. <laughs> the Jets said, not the Jets, the Bill said I got something for that ass. Now, here's the thing. We talked about this a few weeks ago, Kenny. The Jets don't have an offensive line. They did not, yeah. and you've said this many times. I've listened mm-hmm. to you. I, we've agreed. Y'all address everything around that offensive line. Y'all address running back. Y'all address all the wide receivers. Y'all brought the old man out of the retirement. Say, hey, listen, come catch the ball from Aaron Rodgers. Y'all, mm-hmm. the defense was the defense was stout. It had enough to withstand as long as the offense was right there. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you didn't address the the problem, and the problem was that offensive line. And Aaron Rodgers is. All of 40, I'm 39, 40 fucking years old. You have to address because guess what? If you don't, teams are going to do it. And I hate to say this, y'all, and please, I, I think Aaron Rodgers is a is a myth, a legend. He is one of those people that will go down in NFL history. But the yeah. man is old. So if it wasn't mm-hmm. going to happen game one, it was going to happen somewhere in the NFL seasons because teams realize that the Jets do not have an offensive line. And you saw that. You saw that in the game because the Bills came out <clears throat> first first play of the game, blitz. Second play of the game, blitz. Third play of the game, blitz. Like they were coming for him because they knew that they weren't going to be able to protect Aaron Rodgers. And there's another layer on this that hasn't really been talked about much after, um, after the game. Um, and I don't know how much reporting has been done on it. So this could have been rumors slash whatever the case may be. I don't know how confirmed it is. But from from what I was reading, um, Aaron Rodgers was having an issue with the protection they were calling because he wasn't comfortable with them relying on the running back cut blocking, um, uh, cut blocking and in, in, in pass protection um, to pick up blitzes. But that's what they kept calling. And lo and behold, that's exactly what they called on the play that he got hurt. Now, I was expecting this to bring out our queen of shade. I don't know what's happening behind closed doors because knowing her, she may just be on her best behavior in far as the media because we ain't seen her. She, I don't think she's been doing the Pat McAfee show. No, like, she, yeah. she posted up once she got, she had surgery and she posted and such. She posted about her, you know, like the light, like the dark, she'll come back. She doesn't want to go out like this. Uh, she'll be, she thinks, I don't know what world she's living in because she elected for the surgery that allows her to recover faster. I right. don't know what world she is living in, but she ain't 29. She's damn good 39, 40. You don't recover as fast, boo. But all right. 
Well, I don't talk she, about. I mean, we can take that a step. Let's talk about that for a second, because the specific. I want to address something real quick because I had somebody ask me this that happens to be a listener of the show that lives here in Atlanta, and um, he had a question about how we tend to to flow back and forth between pronouns and this, this, and that, blah, blah, blah. And I want to make it clear to anybody listening. We do that because we see no inequity in either. It's a term of endearment and respect one way or another. You can call me girl or she or whatever the case may be any day of the week, and I am not offended. At all. (laughs) Like in the least bit. If you haven't noticed, we, we do it to each other all the time. Um, so, <laughs> so, anywho, back to what I was saying. We're talking about a torn Achilles. And this is an injury that is very severe and it's drastic. And we've seen it happen to older players and seeing them, seeing that they don't have, I haven't seen a situation where a person came back the same, especially if, in, if they're, you know, a seasoned veteran. And the best example I can think of at the moment is Kobe Bryant, because that's exactly what happened to him. When he tore it, when he had that Achilles injury and he came back and he was never the same afterwards. And they kept saying, oh, get healthy, you know, get Kobe healthy, get Kobe healthy. And as much as sometimes Charles Barkley works my nerves, although he's gained a lot of points for me because he's become a huge ally of the community. But as much as sometimes he does say shit sideways, he made the comment that I couldn't help but laugh and acknowledge that it was true. But he said, when they made the comment, they said, oh, well, you know, if they get Kobe healthy. And he was like, get healthy? Old people don't get healthy. They die. <laughs> right. <laughs> Very true. I was like, obviously, you know, that is a reduction to absurdity, but find the lie. <laughs> and like I, I think- don't I don't get it. I'm like, I hear you, I understand you, but we're not talking about the Aaron Rodgers that was in year three, year five. He's been in the league fucking 13 years. Yeah. Like you he's not coming back. If he does, that's a miracle work, and I won't know the name of his doctor. Uh but and if all he, I, if he does come back though, is what what type of Aaron Rodgers is going to come back? And, that's the question. And that's what I'm saying. But y'all, let's be realistic. The problem is not. And if somebody asked me same thing, they were like, "Oh, the Jets curse." I, I wouldn't say. Well, okay. <laughs> all in all, the Jets are a fucked up football team in some shape, form, or fashion. They have. They have. They have horrible ownership. And as they say, the fish rots from the head. They have horrible ownership and they panic and they make rushed decisions and things of that nature. And so they're just not a particularly well-run organization, kind of similar to the Cleveland Browns. Um, So obviously I don't think they're cursed, but it's one of those situations where, you know, Humble brag. I think that somebody in the Bills organization listens to our humble little show. I heard my queer ass. I was like, you know what? Kenny's right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I just think that, that looking at it, that part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that part. Looking at it from a grand scheme of things, I'm like, you've got to know when shit is going left. Now you're relying mm-hmm. on this man that y'all just told, hey, you're the number two pick. And 
you got to go out there and be the, be the quarterback that nobody wanted, nobody liked. Mm-hmm. Um, and it showed. And we'll talk about they that more. But They literally rebelled on him last year. Right. You were the Mike White t-shirts last year? Yes, I do. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. So now we get to the point of, okay, so we're going to go out and – Mike White will be number two. And I'll say again, we'll talk about the Cowboys Jets game as soon as we, uh, when we get into, uh, oh, she did that. But it's just one of those things where the Queen of Shade, baby, if I were you, and this is just me, I would take my coins and go sit the fuck down. You don't owe the Jets nada. I mean, mm-hmm. I would take this good because you didn't already got them folks sending five million dollars. You didn't make Green Bay upset because they don't get the first round pick; they get the second round pick. So, with that all being said, all I'm going to say is, if I was Aaron Rodgers, I'll shoot up the deuce and get a good old video Instagram retirement message and head on to the head on to the sidelines. <laughs> Just but me. You know, but you know, but you know, she's prideful, and she and but that's the that's <laughs> what I'm saying. She's not yeah, going she's to do that. Yeah, I, I'm seeing, I'm seeing, and you know what? Now I think about it, it's a bit of like, what's uh, your tragic irony? But not, not that's not the word I'm looking for. I don't know. Whatever. I've been drinking. Um, the the Brett Favre spiral towards the end of his career. I don't want that for our Queen of Shade, but there is some kismet here that he ended up with the Jets just like Brett Favre did. Very true. There's, I mean, I don't know whose ancestors is, is, is stirring up trouble or what's going on with that, but that was not lost on me when he made this move. Um, so, but now, so, but here's something I want to touch on um, before we move on over on the subject of the Jets. So, a big part of the debate I've been hearing all week is what should the Jets do? Because I've they, heard that too. Right. They either roll with Zach Wilson or they there have been names thrown out there like all the way from like uh was his name? Taylor Heineke. Did I I'm getting his first name wrong. Yeah, Did that's Taylor, right. Taylor Heineke, yes. Taylor, Taylor Heineke. I've heard Jacoby Brissett. The the biggest name I've been heard hearing is that they should try to make a run at um um uh what's fake mediocre boy from um for the Vikings. Um Kirk Cousins. Uh, her cousins. That's been the biggest one. <laughs> um, shout out to Kimberly Martin on Get Up who shut that shit down, but they still talking about it. But <laughs> she was like, uh, do you not remember like last year when the Jets were interested in him and he used that as leverage to get a bigger contract from the Vikings? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> she was like, I'm telling you right now, that's not going to happen. And well, also, they... And they've also said, I saw it somewhere that uh, uh, Colin Kaepernick's agent, reti- uh, everybody get somewhere in their own corners and let the Titanic go down. Let it, it's, it, and Stephen A said it best. The Jets aren't making the playoffs. It's not happening. Mm-hmm. The Super Bowl aspirations have not even become playoff aspirations now. It's <laughs> let's just get to the end of the season and get to the end. Well, it's become a situation for them now is how do they walk that fine line of keeping the morale and holding what they put together so far already till next season? Because the fact of the matter is they do have a talented roster. They do have a very good defense. 
Agree. That weapon from offense. And, you know, most people agree that they were missing a quarterback like last year that people truly felt they could have made a run had it not been for the horrible play of Zach Wilson. And, um, but if, if, you know, these windows in NFL, they open and close pretty quickly. Um, and so it's, it's a situation of how do you hold that together? Um, because you can't just tank. Like, then you lose everything. You lose the morale, you lose the players, they don't want to be there, et cetera. Um, in the same vein, it's how do you maximize and do the best you can with Zach Wilson, who's frankly not ready still. Um, so I don't know. Like it's good. It's gonna be it's gonna be a, a rough go at it for him. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's 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 tragic. Like I don't, I wouldn't wish this on anybody because three get three plays into the first game of the season after we've been talking about this all off season. That shit is some. Um, that was like Jesus being like. <laughs> I'm bored. Let me have some fun. <laughs> right. You know, let me, y'all keep the party going, but let me have some fun. I'm bored today. I ain't not, you know, you wake up in the morning, you look, look at your list of shit to do. Uh, and none of that interests Jesus today. So he was like, there we go. We're going to do that. Yeah, um, I'm going to go ahead and stir this pot a little bit and just see what happens. So. And so, and as I said again, I, I mean, I pray for the best for Aaron Rodgers, but like I said, we know he'll be back next year just because he doesn't want to go out on that note. He does not want that to be the, res- the the ending story, the final letter on his book. So, I mean, we've all yeah, seen stranger I mean, things happen. But we also know that our Queen of Shade marches to the beat of his own drum. And so, who knows? He could go on another darkest uh, retreat and, like, or, you know, another ayahuasca, like, you know, sweat lodge, France or whatever, and come out being like, you know what? I feel like going to Burning Man this year instead of playing. <laughs> right. That's fair. <laughs> so, you know, we just don't know. But all, all things point to, like, yeah, I mean, I do expect him to come back. But he's not one of those people that you can just, like, assume that that's what he's going to do. Because he's going to do whatever the hell he wants to do. Why he's the reason our queen of, he's our queen of shade. Fair. Um, moving right along, we have, and let me get this out of the way. Uh, I'll take the first fan question now because it's about the topic that's coming along. Um, okay. Get this out of the way now. I know y'all are excited. I know y'all are swinging, I, I, swinging shit from the rooftops. Yes, I'm going to say it. I will never say it again, but how about them Cowboys? I get it. Uh-huh. I got it. I don't get it. I still don't understand it. But here's what I'm going to say. Cindy from Dallas and Cindy from Dallas says, we've talked. Now, listen, Cindy, I'm going to let this go this time. (laughs) I knew they was going to come for your ass. (laughs) Cindy said, we talk trash about the Cowboys now, but do we think they are a well-rounded NFL team? I'm going to answer your question with one word. Yes. Now, There's a caveat to my yes, uh, because I don't want y'all to get too excited. Um, And the reason why I don't want y'all to get too excited, because I just like y'all have seen the Cowboys. So have I. (laughs) It's real good during the regular season. It's real good. 
And I mean, a lot of y'all can attest. Mike McCarthy looked like he fresh off the boat. He ready to swing. Dan 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 Quinn is knocking shit down. Quarterbacks falling all over. It's real good and dandy, and I completely understand that. And Tony Pollard is looking like he twenty two all over again. I get it, but y'all, y'all have literally, and I will be dreadfully honest, y'all have beat the Giants and the Jets. Uh, come through, sis. But, come through. <laughs> but by exuberant points, again, y'all have beat the Giants and the Jets. Okay. So, Cindy, to answer your question, I will say at this moment, yes, they do look like a well-rounded football team. But on the sidebar of that, they've not run into anybody that's given them any hell. Mm. Well, um, first of all, Cindy, you're not going to accuse me of hating <laughs> on anybody. <laughs> I love it's you mostly me. <laughs> but she don't like she she she, she don't like Dak Prescott. But I'm I I let alone no, 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 like no. Whitney Houston. So no 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 no, you don't like the Cowboys. I don't. I just tell the truth about Dak Prescott, and I'm about to tell the truth right now. <laughs> <laughs> so Cowboys obviously have arguably the best defense in the league headed by arguably the best defensive player that we've seen in a long time that has warranted comparisons to the great immortal uh, um, Lawrence Taylor. And, of course, I'm talking about Michael Parsons. Yeah, Michael Parsons. Michael Parsons. Um, so, uh, since you are completely correct, and I couldn't agree more, they play the Giants and the Jets. And I think they are built – and they're stout, so they're going to knock off and knock out real quickly any of these any of these cupcake teams. They're, they're going to have a 10-win season. We get that. Um, however, I still want to see what happens when they play, for example, like San Francisco coming up in what week six, I think, week five or six, uh, let me look this up. Uh, on October 8th, what happens when they have to play from behind? What happens when they need a game-winning drive? What happens when it's time to put the weight on Dak Prescott's shoulders and, and make him earn that money? And I'm still not sold. Just be honest with you. I think they're going to roll, and they're going to roll decisively over – the mediocre to bad teams in the league, as they should, because they are a great team. Like, I'm not going to take that from them. Um, however, they still, they haven't had to face their demons, which is Hallbrook clock management by uh, Mike McCarthy. Um, uh, Dak Prescott's, that's the best way to put it, um, Dink and Dunk Dak. Um, he's not as mobile as he used to be. He was never really exceptionally mobile, but you know, he's starting to, to kind of get into that phase of his career. And I just don't know that they have that in them when they're going to be pressing or not playing with the lead. 
because that's what's happened every game they played for the first two games we, uh, they played this week this 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 season is they've played with a lead um nothing's been asked of that nothing's been asked of them under pressure um and so as far as i'm concerned yes they have very stacked team however i don't think they've been tested yet and so i'm not willing to go there um not saying that the potential is not there i'm just saying until proven otherwise Dak still remains in my crash test dummy uh category because i know who he is right now he just has the luxury of playing with the lead and um and not each and every time Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. by halftime they were up 21 points on the jets yeah there is there is a prop bet going into the game this weekend against Arizona, whether or not the Cowboys' defense will outscore the Cardinals' offense. That's a real thing that people are betting on. <laughs> that tells me the whole story right there. Right. Um, then following that, they've got New England, who already has horrible offensive problems. So they'll probably roll them. But then finally, they have to go to San Francisco and play the 49ers with Abosa and, and, and McCaffrey. And McCaffrey and efficient offense and and all those things. So we'll see what they're made of at that point. Now, if they go into San Francisco and they roll them, then Cindy, I give you all of the space to come in here and drag us. Because I, I will say, I will admit if I'm wrong, if they read me down and let me have it and make me eat crow, I'll eat it. And I'll let you have your moment, and you can you can go you can take your victory lap, girl. Uh, it's like, but and I mean that sincerely. But until that game, I'm I'm still not convinced. They're an amazing team, especially on defense. But let's see what happens when they get tested. Yeah, I just I'm just like, all right, I get it. Um, but yeah, so it's let's just because. The last part of my notes, Kenny, I forgot I read that, was the NL East, and we already talked about that. Um, but let's just move on to NFL Weeks 1 and 2, because I've been dying to get into this, because we've done some – the NFL has done some strange shit, and a few quarterbacks have done some strange shit uh, <laughs> that I'm not used to seeing. So it's time for our favorite segment, and y'all know what it is. It's time for Oh, She Did oh, That, she, honey. Oh, She Did That. So let me just ride out and say, where the fuck Baker Mayfield come from? What the bitch? Like the fuck? Now I will say this. You know what? As much shit. Now I'll, I'll fully, I fully admit, I talk much shit about him. And you know what? If you Tampa fans end up being correct, we gonna have to do something. Like maybe we'll, maybe we'll take a picture with Tampa gear on, or right? Something like that. Because y'all, because... I don't know where fuck Baker Mayfield has come from. I don't know what she got to prove. Maybe well, she got maybe this prove. is the home that. for her. <laughs> well, she got plenty to prove. We know that. Yeah, she got a lot to prove. Maybe I'm lying. I, y'all scratched that last statement from the record. <laughs> My bad, y'all. Oh, wow. But I've watched the last two games, and I'm like, girl, who the fuck is this quarterback? And what's, what's she doing? <laughs> I said, and they have, like I said, they beat the Bears, and then last week they played. Hold on a second. They beat 
And I was watching because Mike Evans has deemed that he is not coming back to Tampa Bay. He don't give a fuck about life. Uh, y'all. He's still playing. He's still playing lights out, though. They played the Bears <laughs> and then they beat the Vikings. So, OK, but still. Like Tampa Bay was not supposed to be the the jam this year. We knew that. No, uh, no, no. But somehow or another, I get. And God has a. I told y'all when it comes to me and my mouth, God has a warped sense of humor. He was like, "I'm gonna show your ass." Uh, right, 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 <laughs> right. Like for real. Like for real. Like you know what? I mean, like I talked about Eden Crow, and I told Cindy. Mm-hmm. I forget. I forget who it was that sent uh sent something about Tampa, but. Glenn, that was gonna be on you because you told them shame on you. <laughs> I did. I was real mean. I need. I so, need. <laughs> but I'm just like, where did this come from? Like Baker Mayfield, efficient, running the ball, sliding, like not not creating turnovers, looking poised in the pocket. I'm like, I, you know what? If like if I'm a Cleveland Browns fan, I'm sending him all kinds of hate mail right now. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker! Sorry, um, where the fuck you been? Oh, okay, really? So we pick your ass first, and that this how you gonna act? Okay, all right. <laughs> yes, yes, his wife did want. Yes, his wife did want him in Cleveland. Hey, because I was like, all right. Um, like, gotta say that got st- stuck up here with this creepy ass dude. Like, <laughs> right? <laughs> she run him and ain't doing shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Kenny, we have a fan question, and it's from Marcus. Marcus is from St. Louis, Missouri, but he is a Chiefs fan. Uh, okay. Marcus wanted to know what are we, what are our opinion on what's happening with the Chiefs? They don't look the same, and don't they don't look Super Bowl ready? Uh, okay. Um, you want me to start? Yeah, go ahead. Um, so what was his name again? I'm sorry. Say one more Marcus. Time. Marcus. Marcus. Yeah. So, um. Marcus, the thing that you, that that you all have going in Kansas City is good ownership, good like good management, and arguably the best head coach in the league right now. Um, and so they're and they're smart. And so I somewhat disagree with you about them not looking Super Bowl ready. They just look like they're doing it different. The story of this year is not going to be Kansas City running up the score on people and beating, you know, and 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 out, you know, outgunning people forty to thirty or whatever the case may be in all these games. Their defense is actually very special this year, and that's something Patrick Mahomes has never has not really had. I can't think of an elite defense Kansas City's had since Patrick Mahomes has been there. And you can correct me if I'm wrong, Glenn, but that's that's what I'm seeing. And so, um, and so, you still got, uh, you know, arguably the best quarterback in the league. Um, they've been relying a little bit more on their run game. I think you guys are are, are used to, um, <laughs> but their their defense is looking real good. They're getting to the opposing team's quarterback, so. As far as I'm concerned, you know, to be the man, you have to beat the man. And they are still the team to beat as far as I'm concerned in AFC. I hear what you're saying. They're just doing it. They're doing it a bit different this year. And I think that you have the coaching staff and front office that's smart enough to know to roll with what you've got. 
and to make it productive. And I think they will. I'm twofold on that. And the reason why I say I'm twofold, because I will agree 100 percent with what you're saying. I'm going to add to that. And this is why I say I'm twofold, because they don't have the same they don't have the same people. And I think the Chiefs fans are looking at they don't have Juju Smith. They don't have they don't have their fans. Uh, I mean, not their fans. They don't have Travis Kelsey wasn't 100 percent at the time. Uh, So it's it's a lot of things that we y'all are so used to seeing that has not happened. Tyreek Hill isn't there. Of course, he hasn't been there last year either. But still, they're moving at a different pace than what mm-hmm. it started. Uh, so I will say that, and I'm this is this sidebar gay joke, uh, Travis is dating t- Taylor Swift, and well, y'all I'm know what happened. Just, I'm pissed uh, off on that one. I'm pissed wait, off. Here's the thing. Y'all know what happened with Jessica Simpson and Tony Romo. <laughs> no. Taylor Swift has a, a, a very well-documented history of destroying men that she dates. Why would you put yourself in that category? Why? Why? Every last one she has touched, it has went down to toilet. So that's just like Timothy Shalomi. I heard dating Kylie Jenner. It's like, why would you date a Kardashian? You know them bitches are crazy. But wait, here's the thing. Taylor Swift. <laughs> Everybody was on the ups and ups about, oh, Travis is back in the game. He had seven catches for 26 yards. <laughs> Well, just to, to piggyback on what now, I was saying. Jaguars defense ain't no punk. Don't get well, me wrong. That, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was like, one. The Jaguars defense ain't no punk. What? Okay, so real quick. One, you got to remember that the NFL went to 17 games this year. They None of the teams played any of their starters in the preseason. So uh, you see a lot of teams knocking dust off in the first game. So while they did lose Detroit by one point in that first game, I don't think that that has any bearing on what they will turn into as the season progresses. And two, you cannot you cannot reduce the fact that Jacksonville is a damn good football program this year, and they are a playoff contender as well, and they're likely going to win their division. So that wasn't the pushover win by any means. Um, so at this, I I know that. I know that being a, a Chiefs fan right now, you've been a little bit spoiled for the last couple of years. Yeah, I will but say now, that. Yeah, but now is not the time to ring the alarm. They're going to be just fine. They're going to be just fine. Um, trudging along that bus, I'm not mad at not and don't and don't y'all don't don't get used to this because it might change in the next few weeks. I'm not mad at the Atlanta Falcons right now. I watched them play Green Bay last week. I'm not mad at them. They're 2-0. and I'm not mad at their running game. Let me say that. Terry Aguilar and Bijan Robinson have, or, 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 night and, or Thunder and Lightning, I'm going to put it that way. Desmond Ritter is not y'all answer. I, I don't know. I feel like passing the ball is y'all dead trap because he don't, I don't, I don't see it. But I'm not mad at the Falcons and I see why they're 2-0. Now, how that plays out going forward, I can't say. But watching the game against the and watching them fight back and defensive wise, I'm like, okay, all right, maybe y'all are starting to gel together. We shall see. Kenny has his, you know, she has her love hate relationship with the Falcons fans. But 
as I state right now, with Thunder and Lightning, it could be a very interesting season for the Falcons. I'm not your superwoman. <laughs> I'm not the kind of girl that you can let down and think that everything's oh, okay. Boy, I am only human. So I sing that song because they ain't about to trick me again. They ain't about to get me. <laughs> they ain't about to get me. I've had this happen too many times. You're not about to convince me that now, granted, I watch the games too. They are way more talented than I expected. And I was I was incredulous about B. John Robinson, but he's turned me into a believer. Because generally, I don't see the value, and unfortunately, which is very difficult for me to see because I say because I was a running back and I've always had affinity for running backs, but the league has changed. And so first round picks on running backs just don't really seem like the economical thing to do. But in this case, I think it's turning out to be a genius thing to do because what he's done with the the the, uh, the one two punch, the uh, the running back tandem that they have, which is smart because running back committee is, I think, the way that teams should do it these days. And on top of that, it takes a lot of pressure off of Desmond Ritter. Um, so they're playing smart. The defense looks a lot more disciplined and stout than I expected. However. Falcons will Falcon. Now, I made the decision. I'm going to buy a Falcon shirt. Girl, I mean, go ahead and buy at least a t-shirt because between me and Bill, we've counted. It's a damn shame because I can't buy one shirt and I get one for Bill. We have collectively, collectively 38 Saint shirts. I have not purchased a Falcons, a piece of Falcons paraphernalia since the 28 to 3 Super Bowl lawsuit, like 28 to 3 debacle and the loss to the New England Patriots in the Super Bowl. I have not bought a piece of Falcons paraphernalia since then. I love them. I always come back to them because you know that's what you do when you like dumb that's what domestic love. abuse women do. They go back. Sorry yeah. Lord. Yeah. Uh, you keep going back. You keep going back even though you know he ain't gonna do you right. However, this time I may be back in the house, but you still sleeping on the couch. <laughs> that part. <laughs> that part. So, 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 no, I ain't buying in yet. But, but, like I said, I've let you back in the house, you know. So, I mean, they've got they've got a good test. Coming up this weekend at they Detroit. play the Detroit Lions. Mm -hmm. Let me say this: aren't looking too shabby. Well, I told you I picked them to win that division. Yeah, they're not looking. They, yeah, Amron, first of all, Amron St. Brown is kind of cute. I was like, you catch the ball, baby. Uh but they're not. <laughs> they're starting to bring it together. Um. Mm. I think they are together. I think that they are they are a formidable team. I don't see them making a deep run, but they are at very least, you know, in the conversation, which you don't get to say about the Lions very often. 
Um, so, yeah, but the, I mean, the good thing is, I mean, they started off the season with a division win against the Panthers, which I'm very much starting to regret them as my pick for, to win that division. Um, <laughs> because the Saints defense, I mean, absolutely mauled. I mean, just mauled that poor boy. Um, was, it, was this Monday night, right? Monday night football. So Monday night football game. Yeah, the Saints and the and, and, uh, and the Panthers. Panthers. Um, Paul Bryce yeah. Young, like yeah, they Bryce said, Young, like they mauled that poor little boy. Like he, <laughs> <laughs> they just opened the lions den and said, "Here you go." <laughs> I was just watching it. I was like, "This boy is running for his life." Like this is, <laughs> and not getting any positive yards. And that he just. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I and like I said, it took the while for the Saints offense to get going. But I, let's talk about the Panthers for a second. We all know Bryce Young is going to go through growing pains, and even they say that on yeah. the on the um, on the telecast. Mm-hmm. But to watch him over the course of the last two games, I'm like, bruh. That's why they're saying right now he's out with a, a, a ankle injury. Uh, he might he trying to catch himself because the Saints ran that ass ragged. I know yeah. he was exhausted. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because even I mean, and he, I mean, he he looked like a rookie, which is fine. I mean, you're supposed to. I mean, we we take a look at. I mean, for example, like Trevor Lawrence is starting to shut my ass up. Like, you know, he it takes is, some time. But yeah, I will say exactly. they they show because prior to the game, uh, Bryce Young said, "I don't know who any of the Saints players are, so it's going to be a good game." Well, I bet you know all their names now. <laughs> Well, I don't know the asses either. So what? But still, but <laughs> Cam Jordan, Cam Jordan, and Cam Jordan. You know, I will say I love Cam Jordan as because Cam Jordan can be petty on so many levels. Cam said, <laughs> "Well, I bet you remember me now." So <laughs> fair enough. Like the Saints are in the top ten as far as defenses to me are concerned. They're for what I'm looking at. They are playing good football right now they're getting right now they have more interceptions in two games than they had all year last year uh so it, yeah. it's kind of Darius Carr's thing I mean I'm glad it, it certainly looked like they seem to have turned the tide on the issue they had with scoring when they get into the red zone because that was the big issue they had in the first the first game of the season right um, so, you know, if they are over to over, you know, be able to overcome that because they have, they've been productive on offense, just they keep getting in the red zone and then they can't do shit. They can't. Yeah. It just kind of falls apart there. Cause they settle for a lot of field goals. Um, they settle for a lot of field goals that first game of the season. Who's y'all play again? Um, uh, Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee. Yeah. Now um, I will say this. If, the lightning, if day and night can wake up again, Michael Thomas is starting to look like he set himself again. True. Uh, Chris Olave, I don't know if you saw the highlights from that. That one handed catch. Saw that, that, I saw that catch. I saw it live and I was like, okay, so that is a dime for like that'd be one of the catches that they play at the end of the season. Like it was right on ESPN or some yeah. shit like that. So yeah, if they can because they were saying that Derek Carr hasn't thrown it and and if Rashid Shahid can get it because he like I said he's a quick fast dude and if he gets you on the outright you're not gonna catch him. Um and that's what Derek Carr is known for Rashid right now and that's what teams are gonna have to contend with. Now I will say this Sunday's gonna be a cute test because they take on the Packers. Mm-hmm. Yeah uh, and, uh, at, and, uh, at Lambeau. 
at Lambo. So it's I gonna be that's interesting. What makes to- it, that's what makes it interesting to me. Now, if they were in New Orleans, I'd be like, okay, like they should. I, I believe they should be favored. Um, it's gonna be a test because they're gonna be in, in, in you know in Lambo. Um, so you know, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a good game. It's gonna be good. I gotta say that, like you know, Jordan Love has at least convinced me he is an NFL starter. Correct. So, um, so yeah, I I think that's going to be a good contest we're watching. Um, but can we talk about the Rock'em Sock'em 49ers? Listen, children, I I by no stretch of the imagination a 49ers fan, but Brock Purdy, go and do your thing, bro. I ain't even mad at you. I ain't even. He is, he is the feel good story. Like, isn't he just like the very last pick of the NFL draft? And now you are the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers, ensuring your natural ass in every good way possible. Right. And you earned it. And you absolutely earned it. I Um, I am not mad at you. I'm even fucking proud of it. Christian McCaffrey has run for almost 100 yards each and every game. Brandon Ayuk, deep there. They're running a complete offense, and their defense is led by Nick Bosa. Oh, uh, is it? It's Nick or Joey? I think it's Nick. I think it's Nick. I keep getting yeah. mixed up too. Yeah, the point I, is, think you know, I don't know what I don't know what them both parents did or what his big mama ate or whatever the case may be. She need to write a book of us. <laughs> Baby, listen. Because them children. <laughs> Baby, listen. No. <laughs> it's almost like it's almost like Mama Kelsey, honey. She she tanned yeah. it down. This is Mama Kelsey, but I Bill said we would make you make y'all laugh real quick. Bill loves Bill said, "Babe, who is that man right there on television?" I, we were watching the Eagles game, and I said, "That's that's mm-hmm. Travis's brother." He said, "Why he finer than Travis?" And he, said, and he looked like he's smart. I said, "He said Travis looked dumb as hell." I said, "His brother Travis is probably not look dumb." Well, now you know Bill. Uh, okay. Bill don't even like white men. What are you talking about? That is a fair assessment. Uh, <laughs> that is a fair assessment. Uh, but, I mean, it, like I said, I just think that, Jordan, and you're right, Jordan Love has proven himself, uh, but it has been a good, the first two weeks, but the 49ers, listen, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm just watching all. Because right now they, they're running on cylinders. This week they take on, let's take a look, it's week three. Uh, they yes. play tomorrow. They play tomorrow. They play the Giants. Well, they'll be three uh, okay, and yeah, yeah. All right, moving on. <laughs> look, they'll be three and oh. Um, Wait, how'd that get on Thursday night football? Like, uh, it was supposed to be probably a hyped up game because the Giants didn't make the playoffs last season. Anyhow, <laughs> well, um, I think it's time for them. They keep trying to make this Danny Dimes th- be a thing with Daniel Jones. It's time to let that go. The whole team to be let go. Uh, right. If you ask me, you fucked up that. You fucked up that pick. It's time to move on. I don't know why they paid him. Like that was so dumb. Because they had no, they had no other options. Um, speaking of no other options, uh, Cleveland. Before we get off the NFL, Cleveland, can we discuss? Um, that was a very good segue, sis. <laughs> I try. I, you know, every now and then, bitch, I'm good for something. I do something right. Every now and then. Uh, <laughs> WTF Cleveland. I, I, uh, <laughs> I, oh, Cleveland. Cleveland is arguably the worst run organization in the NFL. I thought and it was the Texans, shows. but they seem to start. They starting to write the ship. It looks like. I mean, they still zero mm-hmm. two, but start. They starting to look a little better. 
No, it is the Cleveland Browns. Like they <laughs> are, are they I like because let's just talk about it. So you take this creepy ass quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> who takes two years off with at the time the biggest contract in NFL's history. Uh-huh. Fully, fully guaranteed. When if you think about it just two years ago. You had a quarterback for cheap. You had a extremely stout defense anchored by Miles Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett, that's his name, right? Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. Miles Miles Garrett, right? Yes. 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 I'm getting it right. Yeah. Miles Garrett. You had, of course, Nick Chubb. Um, you had an explosive, explosive, healthy wideout at the time in TBJ. Um, and it just seemed like everything was put there right in front of you. And, of course, the Browns find a way to fuck it up. <laughs> then they run it down. <laughs> so, it's, you know, the Browns are going to be the Browns, and that's just who they are. And, they, and now they've lost Nick Chubb and Well Children. And that, and that injury was horrific. I couldn't watch it a second time. No, I, I I refuse. That's one of those yeah, you go. Nope, I, not watching that again. Yeah, I couldn't watch it a second time. And 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 you know what? And 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 you know what? I will say this: that's that's the tragedy of this because Nick Chubb is not only an outstanding generational football player, but he's like a genuinely very good person. Yeah. Um, He's like a really, really good person. If you haven't Google him, look at like just read about him, look what he's about. He's a really, really good guy. And so I just hate that that happened to him. And unfortunately, I hate that he stuck with them. And, you know, I, this is the second uh, catastrophic knee injury that he suffered because he had one at Georgia before he got drafted as well. So it's just, you know, I don't know what he's going to come back as. Um, so I just hate to see it. But Back to the subject of the Browns. Yeah, they're just a they're just a horribly run organization. It's just like and watching that Monday night game, I was just like, what is happening? I'm confused. I don't know. Yeah, they're just like, and I can't even, and you know, and the irony of it, Nick Stefanski, I still think he's an excellent coach. They got a good front office because they got an erratic, they got an erratic, unstable ownership that panics and they make brash very unreasonable decisions and the team suffers for it. I mean, they just got an indoor facility in Cleveland. The fuck is that? (laughs) I just... But you know, but you want to go and get, you know, and and, and sign um, what's this man's name? I don't know why. Like, it's his drink is going to catch up. You know what I'm talking about, the quarterback. <laughs> oh, oh shit. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. Um, yeah, you were like when he got like what 20 civil suits pending and you know he got suspension a lot of pending. Yeah, and all this money. You know, he ain't played in two years. He's got this big ass contract that is fully guaranteed. Meanwhile, you're in the same division with the likes of like we talked about Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, who just restructured his contract again to give the team more cap room to be able to build around him. Like, that's the difference. That's the secret sauce. That's why San Francisco is able to keep this stacked team because they ain't got to pay back Brock Purdy shit yet. 
they saw the writing on the wall and it was like, we're not going to pay Justin Fields a bunch of money. Let's get him holla. And like, <laughs> right. that's, that's, that's what, that's what smart teams do. Read the writing on the wall, take big swings, like see it for what it is. Um, that's what smart teams do. Uh, so anyhow, yeah, I, you know, I, I've never really had an affinity for the Browns. I mean, I've never had strong feelings one way or another about them. But yeah, you need, I, I don't know what to tell y'all. Like, become a Ravens fan. They used to be the Browns. So, <laughs> well, I'm going to do one better. Speaking of affinity, move on, Martha, move on. Uh, Denver, it's looking real rough. <laughs> I'm going to leave the NFL as soon as I talk about this. I. Russell, Russell, Russell. <clears throat> Russell. I I said this to my dad. My dad was watching the game. You know, my dad lives out west. Yeah. Uh, and he was like, Russell, Sean should have stayed fucking retired looking at the Broncos. <laughs> Agreed. It's... <laughs> I'm not sure if it's the altitude, <laughs> y'all. Uh, I don't know, y'all. This uh, Sierra that's been wearing it out, like I don't. Because <laughs> it's just Russell ain't rustling no more. If that makes sense. Um. So Russell's bread and butter, especially in Seattle, was. Extending plays with his legs and his able to, his ability to be elusive and create plays that way. Well, Russell ain't 27, 28 no more. It ain't. So he can't do that anymore. And there's also question, questions about can he even see over the line? Because, you know, he's not a very tall guy. Um, and so what... I still, I still think there's hope there. I mean, obviously they're in a bad, they're in a, I changed that. They're in a great division, so it's just bad for them. Um, but I still see, I see, I still see hope in Denver only because if you look at, especially this this last game they played, um, oh, Lord, excuse me. Um, <laughs> This last game they played against the uh, the uh, Commanders, they in the first half. I mean, Russell was lighting it up. You know, he had a very high completion percentage. You know, they were moving the ball, and then it all fell apart in the second half. And what that tells me, and I can't take full credit for this take because I heard Colin Cowherd talk about it, um, was that. When they're able to run the established offense with set and diagram plays and under um, under their offensive system, it's successful. Now, the problem comes after the second half when you have to go off script, because after the first half, you go into halftime and then you make adjustments. Right. And then they're just not able to adjust themselves just because the off script plays that Russell Wilson used to excel at aren't working anymore. Um, And so they're just going to have to find a way to bridge that gap. And 
I think that if anybody is able to do it, it would be the coaching staff that they have in place now. Oh, absolutely. But, I still believe in Sean Bay. It just look like right now ain't nobody rustling. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think, but yeah, but that 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 is undeniable. But I will say this: <laughs> I don't know what happened to their defense, um, and it's been real questionable. Um, but also, it's probably difficult. No defense can play at an elite level for an entire game if you keep them on the field. Um, and so next week, they're about to go to Miami with that track team. And Ain't they, they like the U.S. Miami. Olympic track team? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. So they have an opportunity to shock the world or they're about to get boat raced. And I kind of feel like the latter is going to be the case. I'm going to go with boat race. (laughs) I'm just going to get it out the way now and go with boat race. Yeah, yeah. Because Tua, Tonga Baloa, and that offense in Miami, man, they look very scary. Tyreek Hill, he's just not a human being. Like, I don't know what planet they got him from. By the first, by the first, <laughs> by the, I'm sorry, by the second quarter last year, he already had almost 100 yards. I said, well, okay, I bless like, him. <laughs> like, I don't know, I don't know, I just don't know, like, like, how is he even like a human like we are? Like, it's just, it's just, mm-hmm. and it's still doing it. Like, it, it, it's insane. It's absolutely insane, uh, you know. And Jalen Waddle still like yeah. going home. I mean, they, they. I mean, they just have this this extremely talented, fast, like receiving core that can create separ- separation. They, act, unlike the Jets, address their offensive line, so they're given to a protection, and he's able to drop in, the, you know, keep a clean pocket for the most part and, and deliver the ball. And when he does, when he has that, he is extremely accurate. There have been some questions. I don't agree. So, like, and I think this is a debate that people can have, whatever case may be. But I think Tua, th- Tua throws a very good deep ball. Some people think that his arm is lacking in strength, but I mean, the proof is in the pudding. Like, he's making it happen. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it's going to be a very, very tough week for Denver. And I think going on three at that point is just in that division they're in. Playoff hopes are like second nil. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just not looking too good. <laughs> well, it's not like it's it, it's kind of it's kind of a put up or shut up type situation for them at this point. Um, but the same can be said about the Chargers as well. But yeah, it's a uh, yeah. The West is going to be interesting. There's nobody that seems to pull away at the moment. Uh, no, not really. No, I mean, I know it's week two, but you just can't say somebody in the West is like, ooh, they're going to end up, it's going to be a stockpile because something might shift in the wind. Uh, speaking of shifting the wind, Kenny, mm-hmm. oh, Alabama. I'm not going to say much. I'm not going to make me curse. You want me to curse. <laughs> you cuss anyway, bitch. That ain't nothing new. You're, you're, uh, you're, 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 you
I will say that I'm quite surprised by this season of Alabama football uh, because I'm so used. I've been around Kenny almost 12 years, uh, 10, 12. I'm old. Fuck it. I don't know. 10, 10 and 12, one of them. And Alabama football has been a staple in my life for that length of time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I have been, I, I've grown to hate it as much as I've grown to just get used to listening to it and watching it. Uh, it was opportunities for us to get drunk. It was opportunities for us to talk shit. It was opportunities for just, just, just to be together. Anyway, these past two weeks have been rather fucking interesting in Alabama football. Interesting we, is interesting is an interesting word that you just use for that. <laughs> Oh, well, I was trying to be nice, but they lost to Texas and they struggled against USF. I'm not going to say very much because this isn't my my horse, (laughs) but my dear sister, I'm sure has some questions, comments and well, cuss words. I ain't got no questions. I just got some comments. Well, I'm ready. (laughs) One. Alabama's offense sucks out loud. They are fucking awful. I I don't know what the hell is going on. The offense, if play calling and the schemes look malictos at best, I don't know what the fuck is going on with this quarterback situation. Fuck you, Jalen Milrow. Fuck you, Butchner and whatever that motherfucker's name that 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 transferred from Notre Dame. All of you all Simpson. All of y'all suck. You are awful. I don't know who's coaching this offensive line because that's usually a strength of Alabama. But these goddamn quarterbacks are running for their lives. And on top of that, for the life of them, they cannot create pressure on the opposing quarterbacks, which is usually another strength of Alabama. So as far as I'm concerned. I don't know what the fuck's going on there. Nick Saban needs to get together and start threatening bitches and 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 killing babies and 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 and, and, and holding mama's ransom, whatever the case may be, to get them to get this shit together. But it is disgraceful. <laughs> well, they put back Jamal Migalore, who was the quarterback during Texas. He has been a, Saban said he earned the right to start. I say, you sure about that? You saw I know Jalen Mil- Jalen Milrow. Jalen Milrow, J- Jamal, yeah. all fucking same. No. Well, the boy's name is Jalen Milrow, and but- so here, here, so here's what it boils down to. And you know what? Now that you mention it, I'm going to make sure that I share this moment with our listeners. I'll go ahead and post, you know, some uh, stories on our Instagram on this because I'm going to be sitting there watching that game at 3:30, Alabama versus Ole Miss. Because, oh, you going to the game? No, I bet you ain't going to that game. I'm gonna watch it. But, oh. uh, <laughs> but like, but this is make or break right here. And yeah. this is it. No, seriously, this is make or break right here as far as the college football playoff goes. If they don't win this game, there is no college football playoff for Alabama this year. Not even like a question about it. Um, and it's coming at a very scary time because the offense just looks so incredibly inept and it's the first time that people are starting to question has Nick Saban's time come and gone because he's such a defensive-minded quarterback and that's just now how the league the, the, I mean the, the football is played anymore it's just not you see the same thing happening with Bill Belichick like these 
these pedestrian offenses are not going to cut it anymore. And then on top of that, Alabama cannot depend on its recruiting edge, just out athlete and recruit teams anymore because they got to compete with the Georgias and the Tennessees and the Texas A&Ms. And now you got Lincoln Riley at USC and, you know, Steve Scarkeesian at Texas. And frankly, let's see, let's see talk about it. And I know we're going to get to it in a second, but, you know, Coach Prime in Colorado, you, you know, it's, it's it, they don't they they're not able to just out recruit people and just be like just arm out arm people with talent and athletes like they're used to. Right. So it's one of those situations where it's like I fully admit I have been extremely spoiled over the last what? since 2007 yeah, so uh, you know 12 years or so um i've watched six national championships i've watched them be in contention every year but it does truly feel like that the dynasty is over and the crown is about to if, if about to be if not already passed to georgia um, don't sleep on USC, even though their defense is extremely questionable. Um, but their offense looks amazing. Um, so yeah, it's, it's make or break time this weekend. They win this game, they stay in the conversation. They lose, then it's what you're going to do, LSU and in, in SEC West. <laughs> yeah, it's gone. It's, <laughs> it's it's real interesting. Um. Speaking of interesting, did everybody stay up late past their bedtimes this past Saturday night, baby? Because <laughs> I, I did, and I enjoyed every <laughs> minute. I was drunk, but but <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was here for it, honey. Coach Prime uh, said it was personal, and it got personal. Uh but baby, listen, I am listen, I saw something on Facebook. I think I sent it to you, Kennedy. That says I am a loyal yeah. Colorado football fan until as long as Deion Sanders is head coach or until he leaves with somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Listen. That game was everything I needed in Mo. <laughs> Agree. I am proud of the shit that he's doing there. Uh which also today, did you hear that he's forced his sons to stay? You will stay at Colorado State. You will not be going pro this year. You will sit down. I uh, didn't see that. Yeah, because they were they all were talking about both his sons should go pro next year, and his and Dion said no, they will not. They will be they will be at Colorado next year. I said, oh, well, well last I checked, they are adults. Yeah, but, but you know they listen we'll to their daddy. No, we'll see. Um, but the game was good. I didn't realize Colorado State also had a black uh, head coach as well. I didn't notice that until uh, they do. They do. His Colorado Colorado State has a black head coach. Are you sure? Yeah, he's black. I could have sworn I saw that man talking because he was talking shit about Coach Prime wearing. Uh, he real light skin. He real. He real yellow, but he black. Oh, okay. Maybe maybe I just maybe I just watched the clip and then pay too close attention. Yeah, she then. real she real black, honey. Uh, okay. But I'm baby. Coach Sanders in Colorado ain't never had this much exposure. They had Lil Wayne. They had The Rock. Everybody named Mammy that was somebody was at Colorado this past Saturday. You saw no like uh, Lil Wayne like was on a microphone introducing the team as they came out. 
They had like Offset was out there, like they. <laughs> the Rock but, you know, was there. I, I, I said, "Was in it? Is anybody at work?" Well, I'm gonna take it a step further. Um, Colorado, that game, Colorado, Colorado State was the highest rated college football game ever. Late night, like like late college game ever. Not Ohio State, not Michigan, not Texas, not USC, Colorado. Highest rated late game ever in mm-hmm. history. <laughs> That's real. <laughs> like Colorado, that, you didn't make it. Look, you didn't make Coach Prime's check, baby. I don't <laughs> got to worry about nothing. You made Coach Prime's check and then some. Well, I mean, he's changed. He's single-handedly changed college football just from the fact that he showed that you can use the transfer portal to, portal to completely um, revamp or retool or, or re, just like change your whole team. He used it just like you would a free agency and created a team out of nowhere. And on top of that, he's like, I mean, he is, he's brought so much attention. He's brought people who weren't college football fans to college football. Like he's legitimately a phenomenon and he's changing college football. And that's amazing. I, I'm here for it. Hell, I'm watching Colorado football. I never did that shit before. <laughs> so, there you go. There we have it. Like I said, I'm just, I'm just in awe. I'm like Dan Shadur once again, putting up these mega numbers. Yeah. Um, now, up? this week will be a test. They take on Oregon. So, this week will be a test. Uh, so, we, well, I mean, I'm going to watch the game because it's like, like your mom and them used to say, it's good television. <laughs> it is good television. It is. I, think, I think they're about to get brought back down to earth, though. Yeah, I think they might get popped in the mouth uh, by yeah. Bo Nix and company. Yeah, I think that, you know, it's been a good ride. And I don't think it's over. But I do think that they're going to get a, a, a good dose of reality um, this week and the following week because they play they USC, play USC right after that. Yeah. So, um, you know, I mean, but I will say this. I mean, if they are able to pull out one of these wins, I mean, that would be huge. I just don't think it's going to happen. I don't think they're going to win either one of those games. Um, but I still think that I still think that the phenomenon that he's created at uh at Colorado isn't isn't going anywhere for a while. Not at least until his sons actually do go to the NFL. Um and then we'll see what happens after that. I personally think, you know, and this is just this is just conspiracy theory. I really have this is just all conjecture, but I think that Nick Saban has some kind of plan in the works to get his ass to be his predecessor once he leaves Alabama. And that would make me Oh, wow. Because, I, I mean, I know that they have a relationship. A um, good working one. Because even if you watch ESPN tonight, that Nick Saban was talking about Deion Sanders. I didn't hear what it was. It just came mm-hmm. and said, voice of Nick Saban, and Deion Sanders was on the screen. So I'm, I'll listen. I'm going to watch ESPN later on, but I'm sure it was something along those lines. Yeah, no, they have they have a good you know they're doing those Affleck commercials together. They've been doing that for a couple of years now, um, and so and I just imagine what Deion Sanders could do when he has the recruiting power and resources and all that with a program like Alabama behind him. But again, yeah. this is all conjecture. 
But woo, that would be wouldn't that be some shit? <laughs> that would be something to see. Yeah, it's gonna be it, that's I like I said, I'm Pac 12. I'm not Pac 12. Oregon and that game I will watch. Uh, of course, Alabama and Ole Miss, I will tune in because I want to see. Uh, and of course, LSU takes on Arkansas, which we hope that LSU handles business. But with these days, you never goddamn know. Um, are they in Arkansas or in Baton Rouge? They in Baton Rouge, Baton Rouge. Okay. They should win that game. Yeah, they played this, but yeah, I don't. I thought this Brian Kelly thing would work out better than it has. I've been a little bit surprised. I tossed in the air and they come up. Who the fuck knows? That's kind of what I say. Um, but um, do we have any other thing else? I know our chocolate milk soul question is kind of fun. So, did we have another? I thought we had two listener questions. Did we go through both of them already? Yes, we did. We okay. went through, remember, one was played, then we was one in the middle. Um, but our chocolate milk was question comes from Tate from Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, listeners in Alabama, we've had a few of y'all, so we, we, we thank y'all. I know a few of our shows, we have questions from fans in Alabama, so that's a good thing. Uh, we reach Ray right down in the deep south. <laughs> hey, I want to hear your thoughts on Alabama, as I discussed earlier, too. If you want to, please write back in, because I want right. to so Tate wants to know between as we've been up approaching four years of this show, uh, what are our three favorite moments? Hmm. I will say one of them is introducing chocolate milk with so. Okay, uh, I, I, I I can agree with that. I can say one of those moments is introducing chocolate milk with so. Um, one of mine's would be the overwhelming response to our NFL divisional winners vote. Yeah. Almost a thousand of y'all. Yeah. That was, that was, that was very huge. And, uh, and I'm still incredibly grateful for it. And frankly, blown away. Um, Let's see. What's, what's a good third one? Um, I got one. Maybe you can agree. Uh, Tyson and Sydney. Tyson. Uh, Tyson. Tyson. Yeah. Well, okay, so I want to put two of them together on that one then. Okay. Um it'd be Tyson hearing from Tyson and his dad. Um so Milton? Yes. Milton. Look at um, your memory, girl. I'm proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Adopting our ne- uh, our nephew uh Tyson and hearing from his father. And also our nephew, um, the trans man from Portland, and I can't remember. His I don't name. remember the name. Yeah, I'd sadly don't remember, but I'll find those, it so we can mention it. Yeah, but I but both but both of those were part of our gratefulness uh, episode we did for Thanksgiving. Um, it was last year, right? Or was the year before? Yeah, that? last year. That was that was extremely moving for me because it was it, like, of course, this is just. This is just this fun, safe, queer slice of heaven. But it showed us that we could also like actually reach people. And so regardless, if we ever, if we never make a penny off of this, it's already been completely worth it. Absolutely. 100%. Uh, Yeah. So that was a good one. Yeah. Uh, Tay, for us, we... 
we live for the moment, such as the contest that we've done here and there. Uh, Chocolate Milk was sold was a was a. I will say that came up in my head the day before we recorded. I uh, wanted to do something fun, something fresh, something to show that uh, me and the drunk one on the end. Uh, we oh, really are a really pot. We're not talking about me. Um, <laughs> well, technically we are, but uh, we are people too. Uh, we have moments. We 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 live life just as you guys do, uh, as especially black black gay men. Uh, so we have those moments. We we and we're not afraid to have those talks. So definitely your questions and everybody's questions that comes in and that I choose. Uh, it's kind of the highlight of my week. I get to choose those questions. Get to talk to y'all. Uh, you get to do that. So that makes us very happy. Uh, but yes, definitely our, our niece and nephew who we have adopted, that makes us happy because those moments also, you say to yourself, this makes it worth it. Not saying that, you know, the questions and talking to you guys every week doesn't, but those moments add the cherry on top of already what's good for us here and what we aim to do each time we get on air. So for us, it's, it's a blessing each time we walk out and we do what we do. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, especially now that football is back, uh, baseball playoffs is happening, which, you know, that's when I talk about baseball the most is when playoffs is happening uh, and the Braves are in it. So I have a reason to talk about it. Uh, and the, like I said, right now, the Saints and the Falcons are two and oh, we don't know how much longer that's going to last. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, definitely I, uh, it's getting that time of the year where fall is approachable. Well, it's here in some places. Uh, but it's, it's definitely a great thing. And I am not above the love and the outpouring that you guys have given us each and every time. So, uh, we are thankful, uh, right now, uh, the division is, it's only two weeks in, or we're doing pretty good, uh, for those that voted and things of that nature, it's just two weeks in, but as you know, football is in the air. Any fucking thing can happen. Uh, as you can see, Baker Mayfield's playing like he is been up, been out. He didn't won three or four Super Bowls right now. Uh, right. she ran him thinking like she know how to play football, but, uh, tomorrow, <laughs> Is the Giants and the 49s. I fully expect the 49ers to win. If not, y'all gonna pray for my soul. Uh, <laughs> you know that what they call them, Kenny, a catch game of a uh, uh, f- trap, huh? Trap, a trap, trap game. game. Yeah. yeah, I don't think the 49ers will fall into that because they are in candle, not candlestick. I think it's three commas, some shit like that. But hey. You never know. The Giants may think they they Super Bowl team too. Who the fuck knows? It's still early no, in the season. Played, you know they ain't played in Kansas Park in like. <laughs> you know how long it's been since they been in Kansas. My bad, girl. I told you I'm old. Bitch, you. <laughs> Shut up, bitch. You're so rude. You need a hug. Ah. Uh, just because she won, I can't stand her. I've never liked her. I'm oh, lying. Lord. Anyway. Just like that. <laughs> She's so rude, y'all. I thought she loved me. She actually does, but you know, I hate that I bitch get on my nerves. Anyway, we have come. To, do we have anything else oh, before I sign off? Yes, I do. I do. Oh, I do. Okay, I do. Kenny does. Sorry. Right, right. So I have I have okay, let me let me take a step back. She's been drinking, I y'all. Have Bear with her. Decided to embark on an Olympic weightlifting journey. It's been a hobby and an interest of mine for so long. 
but I decided that I was going to get an actual coach and try to take it to the next level. Wow. Yeah, I'm not talking about anything like, you know, professional or anything like that. But my goal is to actually do a competition next year. And I'm shooting for May. Bitch, I'm coming, so, I'm coming to cry. I don't know what I'm coming to watch, but I'm coming to cry. <laughs> so this came about because, you know, my Instagram is basically full with a lot of Olympic weightlifting. Like I said, it's been a happy, a, a hobby of mine for a while now. And um, this Olympic, a former Olympian by the name of Sonny Webster, randomly posted one day and he said, you know, if, uh, you know, any weightlifters over the age of 35 looking to take their training and weightlifting to the next level, you know, uh, shoot me a message in your DM, in my DM, um, it's something along the lines of first 10 people, whatever the case may be. So I immediately did. And apparently I was one of the first 10 people. And so he's going to be virtually coaching me for 12 weeks. And so I decided to bring our sporties and our Who That Rises Up listeners. Oh my and God, that's so good. With, yeah, along with this on this journey with me. Um, and so you'll, if you subscribe or follow us on Instagram, you'll start seeing stories posted, uh, starting tomorrow, cause I'll be posting the first ones tomorrow, um, which was day one, which is just me doing some initial videos that I had to send to him. And he's going to do some analysis on that and give me some feedback. And I'll have a call with him after that. And he'll start putting together my training program and et cetera. Um, and so I'm just going to share this experience with you all. Now, let me be clear. This is an extremely vulnerable thing that I'm doing because <laughs> a bitch looks rough. Because <laughs> she's eating good. Listen, I'm 41. I'm not supple and flexible and all that shit like I used to be. <laughs> but, you know, I enjoy it and I thought it'd be a nice thing to share with you all um i specifically would love to hear from our um nephew tyson and we got to go back and find out our other nephew's name because i can't remember i'm gonna uh, look it up i know it's in yeah. my notes one of my notes in my notebook yeah we haven't heard from him in a while so we need to like we probably need to reach out to him but either way um because I really like for them to be a part of it. We still haven't gotten a picture of Tyson and his booty shorts. So, or his short shorts, as he calls them. And he's a baby, so I should keep it that way. But, um, um, but yeah, like, it, so that's going to be something that I'm going to be sharing with our listeners and anybody else that wants to part, wants to partake and, you know, maybe go on your own personal journey or whatever the case may be. But either way, um, it just, you know, it just, it, it feels good to be able to share with you all. So I'm going to do that. And, uh, like I said, I'll have the first ones up on our stories. I'll probably post it on our, uh, Instagram feeds, um, um, tomorrow, as long as when the episode comes out and we'll just have a good time, just, you know, growing and developing and, and, and yeah, and just you know, evolving as people. Let's do it.
Well, first of all, I'm overwhelmingly proud. That is amazing. Um, wow. All right, sis. Well, bitch, I'm here for the journey. I'm gonna be screaming that she lifts up shit. I don't because I I don't lift up nothing but alcohol. Um, <laughs> mom ain't got time for it, huh? I'm old. And also, on a side note, on a side note, if you feel so inclined, my uh, my new coach, Shani Webster. If you look him up on Instagram, he's fine. <laughs> Now she's talking my language. I'm go oh, he's fine. Like, I'm going to look, honey. I'm going to be nosy. Yeah, he's based in Australia. I have one uh, one Zoom call with him already. He's got this like Australian accent and whatnot. And he's like, he's like racially ambiguous. I don't know what his ethnicity is, but he's just. He's don't just... you worry, I'm fine. I'm sending my booty pic to him. Never mind. <laughs> kidding. Kidding. Totally kidding. kidding. Um, but anyway, Lord, have me, have me hemmed up. Yeah, he is fine. Like he's. <laughs> oh, he's fine. Oh shit! Hey, yeah, you looking up now? <laughs> oh, you know I move. You know, dick hunter, I move fast. Um, I move fast, honey. You know about dick hunter? I move fast, honey. I'm like a like a ninja. <laughs> Anyway, children. <laughs> I need to stop drinking after 10 o'clock. Um, anyway, uh, well, we are proud of our, our dear sister. We're going to root for her. Uh, oh, Lord, have mercy. Uh, on that note, we have come to an end of another fabulous episode of Who That Rises Up Sports Talk with a Gay Kid. That man is fine. Uh, anyway. Okay. You always, guys, always know where to find us on Instagram on the who underscore that rises up. Of course, Facebook, Kenny and Glenn at who that rises up. Uh, our email, of course, is Kenny and Glenn at who that rises up at gmail.com. Uh, who I'm gonna have to dim mine. Uh, anyway, I'm watching for show now. Make sure when y'all do it together, y'all, y'all do videos, just call me. I'm gonna see it. Um, <laughs> next week we are the talking video, about week the three of me. No, oh, that's rude. I don't want to fucking see you. I know what you do. Uh, you, can, you can go on his Instagram and see all the videos you want. You vexes but... my nerves. Anyway, <laughs> next week, we're talking about week three. We will have more fan questions. Um, of course, week three shall be interesting. We'll see if the Falcons can, uh, excuse me, get to their numbers. We will also see if whether or not we can reach... Uh, our our nephew Tyson. I'm gonna see if I can get him on, uh, even if it's pre-recorded, and we can talk and laugh about that as well. Um, that's gonna be some good times. Uh, but as I say to each of you, each and every episode, and now we have something. We have we might have an Olympic bodybuilder or whatever the fuck she getting ready to do. And I'm just saying, I got <laughs> whatever she getting ready to do, lift up weights and shit. She knows she's 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 a lady, honey. Anyway, as I say to you, <laughs> boys, gays, and all things in between, each and every week. Sports is for everyone, including you. Good night, everybody. And you can see for yourself if you if you follow oh, us see, on Instagram, it will be on there. Like I said, I'm putting it up tomorrow. So you know, I I hope that you go on it. You all go on this journey with me. Mama, see, honey, mama ain't miss yeah. a beat. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night, y'all. <laughs>